0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Jojo's World. Good morning, salutations, and hospitality, fair traveller. Oh, we, we love hospitality. Please. Little canapes and hors d'oeuvres. Please, take a seat by the uh, by the buffet over there. Yes, that's right. It's a full buffet filled to the brim with a gamut of fun and enticing uh, things like um, American opossums, apparently. Uh, all freshly boiled for your pleasure. That's right.
1: Nick is referring to a series of opossum images I sent him immediately before recording. I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Valentine, the other one of the co-hosts. Coming at you from the JoJo's World remote studio today as uh, Perth, like much of Australia, experienced a... uh, week lockdown ours is mercifully ended once again uh mm-hmm. in response to the delta variant of the covid 19 virus which sounds way cooler than it should you know he's, like
0: every he's time got a, i hear he's about got the
1: delta variant it. that means when he takes too much damage he explodes <laughs> hey hey
0: do you know who i am my name is delta variant i'm the guy you should be afraid of like that's that's what's in my head I don't know about anyone else, but like... I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts, and the guy you should be afraid of. (laughs) I'm Delta Variant. A guy who no one likes. No one. No one likes Delta (laughs) Variant.
1: And of course, famously, you are Nick Ballantyne, one of the co-hosts, which we have to get in there because every episode can be someone's first episode. Ah, we already did, and that's why I kept the joke
0: going. (laughs) Boom. And if this is your first episode, yes, it's just more of this. If this is your first episode, hi, I'm Liam S. Smith, one of the co-hosts.
1: This is Jojo's <laughs> World, our Jojo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast, where today we are recapping and discussing episode 30 of Revolutionary Girl Utena. I forgot the name of the show there for a second. <laughs> uh, and of course, the name of the episode is something like...
0: Uh, the Barefoot Girl. Yeah, I was going to guess that girl's feet. That girl's feet. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Archieo just shows up and is like, that girl's feet, they're immaculate. Yeah. I this
1: is the most, know. um, the most Tarantino esque of the Utena episodes so far.
0: It's got strong foot fetish energy mixed with, uh, um, pederasty. Yeah. And carnal delights. You know? I, I, I guess, like, nothing graphic,
1: but like thematic content warning for this episode, I guess, as it's predominantly around a adult and authority figure seducing a high school girl.
0: No, hang on, more than that. So much more than that. Seducing everyone he can see, including multiple high school girls. Very correct. So we hate him for that, but he's the villain, so we can live with it. <laughs> I love that like at one point he was looking very sinister and they were like, "Ah, oh, he he's seems, so nice." He seems dangerous and you were like, maybe because he's the villain. Yeah. (laughs) He's barely even hiding his sinisterness (laughs) anymore. There might be a reason for this. Yes. The Um, reason is he's bad. That what the hell, guys? (laughs) (laughs) He can't be trusted. Anthe
1: also looking increasingly untrustworthy, but as we suspect, not of her own volition.
0: Hmm. Something and weird we looking as a foot.
1: sinister as fuck in some shots this episode.
0: Yeah, and very occult in a way, with that wind candelabra. Yes, and... yes,
1: very ritualistic. Yes. Very Nick, revolutionary girl. summary.
0: <gasps> oh, hit me with it.
1: As Utena has gotten to know Akio, she's started to realise that she has feelings for him. Ooh. But what of the prince Utena holds within her heart? And what of Akio's fiancé? Can love be wrong?
0: Ooh. Yes. <laughs> can the yes was bro- me uh, editorialising. I, I suspected as much, but at the same time, I do, I do feel like someone on IMDb would just put in a yes to that. Yeah. It's like, can they come back together and find true love? Yes. End of film. No, thanks.
1: <laughs> Nick. Yes. I have a theory that occurred to me during this episode about the prince. Okay. Of course, we all remember the prince. The prince being the uh, idealistic figure that Ute- that brought Uteno out of her parent death depression as a child, and she's loved him ever since, and also mm-hmm. gave her the ring that ultimately brought her into Otoria Academy and the events of the show. We all remember the prince. Uh, Yeah. I think I know the princely. <laughs> my theory, of course, we all suspect that the prince is Archieo or some aspect of him, but but not my new theory. Huh? Is that much like with dear sweet Mamiya? Okay. The prince was Anthy doing that thing she do.
0: So you think that the prince was Anthy, like what, fifteen years ago? Yeah. Uh. Okay, but Anthe is like a high school student.
1: Yeah, Nemoro
0: was a high school student for like 40 years. Who gives a shit? Yeah, but Mamiya didn't show up before that. Mamiya was like a memory he had of... We don't know exactly when Anthy started being Mamiya. Ooh. I think we do, though. I think we have a pretty clear clip. Well, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. I think anyway, that theory is my, nonsensical. Uh, that, that, I demand that, scientific okay. evidence to prove you wrong, but I think no. You can't see my Well hand that's my waving, cold but... shot.
1: If that happens, then I
0: uh win win the podcast. And, I redact my existence uh, from the universe. If I'm if right about that, right.
1: you have to watch um
0: Uh-oh. The Big O. I was gonna say Avengers Endgame. Wait, I have to watch it. Yeah. I've already seen it. Do I have to watch it yeah, again? Yeah, you have to watch it again. Do I have to record myself watching it, being like, "Oh, no, you just fuck. have to
1: watch it and suffer through it"?
0: You know what? I'll I'll record myself watching Avengers Endgame just for your delight. I won't listen to it. No okay. one will. But that's this is the bet now. This is on. If you're right, it's happening. Nick,
1: yes. Here is the episode note for this most cursed of
0: episodes. <laughs> most cursed.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: You know why? That that sounds as wrong as it is and I don't like it. Episode 30, The Barefoot Girl.
1: I decided to live true to myself. Living true to yourself means living as an alien. However, even the alien craft we call UFOs sometimes lose control and crash into things. I swear I'm this, not
0: talking about the shadow girls here. If this fucking ends with, and the aliens told me to go no, make a it. show.
1: That's it. Wait, that's it? Yep. Do you want that again? <laughs> hang on, hang on. So he feels like an alien. Living true to yourself means living as an alien. However, even the alien craft we call UFOs sometimes lose control and crash into things. I'm not talking about the Shadow Girls here.
0: What? I mean, that, that might be the most cohesive one so far. <laughs> like, to live as an alien? Okay, sure. That's a lot to digest, though. That's a lot to take in for, uh, for an author's note.
1: I suppose that's like being fundamentally yourself as opposed to just being, you know, what you're expected to be. Is that
0: what he's driving at? I think so, because if you're an alien to others, at the very least, you're true to yourself. Yeah. Wow, deep. Yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah, all right. I like that sentiment. That's a good sentiment to have. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Those go. are exactly my Sentimonies Yeah, go live your best life, son Fuck the fucking RKO's Police. of this world Nick, do you want to get into this one? I don't know I'm still mulling <laughs> over the fuckery That has been this foot fetish But let's try it. And- very
1: Um, yeah. very Like, we've seen Maybe one or two episodes Like this before But I would say Not to the same extent Very tonally different episode To what we've become accustomed to
0: Hmm Very, um Very weird I would say. Like a very weird episode in terms of not, yeah, like you were saying before, not really that graphic, but Mm. very seductive. I'd say it's the most explicitly like romantic drama
1: episode to date, even although it it might be more of a psychological thriller in that regard, ultimately, time will tell. Yeah, (laughs) it's very strange.
0: Very strange.
1: Revolutionary Girl Utena is the seminal 1997 erotic thriller shoujo anime.
0: (laughs) I wonder if it'll um, bring out an entirely new genre of anime called Tenjo anime. Well, it didn't. Damn. <laughs> the anime industry couldn't be... It couldn't Could become, be bought by it, Quentin Tarantino. I was going to say it couldn't be purpose, but yeah, it couldn't be bought by Quentin Tarantino's foot fetish.
1: Yeah, ultimately they were too purpose for oh. the
0: rest of us, and that's why this is basically the only thing they made.
1: <laughs> we were not purpose enough to embrace the purpose Okay, it's the classroom, uncharacteristically full. Wakaba is talking to a boy I'm pretty sure is the Onion Prince, but frankly he's so generic looking I can't be
0: certain. He's discussing having a first, or no, having a kiss with a girl and then being like, I told her it was my first kiss. And Wakaba fucking she still... roasts him.
1: Wakaba roasting a lot of people this episode.
0: I don't know if Wakaba roasts many other people so much as gets dragged along by them and is like, oh but let me do this. And they're like, why are you doing this? She's like, because fuck you. That's why. They're like, all right, fair
1: enough. She also gets roasted her fair share, but I guess what I'm saying is there's a lot of Wakaba involved roastings. Mm
0: -hmm. Very much so. Very much so. Anyway,
1: so the boy's like, uh, I told her it was my first kiss, but she still just ran away. And Wakaba is like, that's just shameless. You shouldn't do that. Meanwhile, Lieutenant's in the back of the class, just staring out the window, thinking thoughts. She does that a lot this episode.
0: Yeah, she's very introspective in this episode and very uh, subdued. Not her normal, like, you should stand up for yourself, like she always is. It's more of a, the prince. Mm. How do mm. I feel about the prince?
1: But as we as we transition to her point of view, there is a line of dialogue that I think uh, is relevant to the rest of the episode and probably show. Okay. So it's Wakaba continuing to talk to the boy fading into the background. Um... Look, lies like that are totally transparent and it sets a pattern of mistrust. Ooh. Themes. And it, themes. Mm-hmm. Liam, those are themes. <laughs> Utena's thinking about her prince and how when she was a, a wee babe, he kissed her on the forehead and she's like, was that my first kiss?
0: Hmm. Can
1: a first kiss truly be from a prince? Meanwhile, Archie Ottery, the chairman, the older brother of Anthe and the presumptive villain of the show,
0: has baked a cake. Get you a man who can bake you a cake like Arceo. Everyone wants Arceo right oh, now because he yeah. has baked this cake.
1: I'm super interested in Arceo. He can do both. Ah, oh,
0: yes. I think Utena is like, isn't she a bit like, yeah, yeah, I don't know
1: though. Get you a man who can, uh, Um. hang on, hang on, I can, I can do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who can both... uh Bake you, bake you a, pl- a nice cake, a nice delicious cake, mm-hmm. and also take you on a soul-corrupting drive down the midnight highway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is what you want in your people.
1: Yeah. So um, they talk a bit about, like, wow, so rare that a man can bake. And he's like, oh, well, wait till you taste it first. And then Wakaba and uh, and Anfi come in, and Wakaba makes all those same observations while Lieutenant is
0: like, I just said that. Yeah. I don't know why antenna was already there when Wachuba. just hanging out alone with archaeo yeah i'm wondering what was going on a lot there. Of that this episode
1: yeah but anyway well anyway. you remember back in the black rose arc she would go and have solo tea with him quite frequently
0: that's true he's like a mentor to her um in the sense that he's the chairman mm. of the school and she is in the, um, yeah, a student yeah a high school student school. <laughs> yeah a simple sweet high school student ripe for the picking apparently a mere fifteen-ish years of age, I assume, and him—fuck—well, impossible to tell. Centuries old, maybe. I won't be surprised if he's centuries old. Yeah, it's just like I've been through this cycle seventy times now. Oh Wait, my how god! How old are you?
1: I mean, this show—I don't—I don't know if the show in within fiction is doing like a um. Cycle of ritual, etc. Thing, mm. um, but th- like on a meta-textual level,
0: this is a show about cycles, right? Uh, as in the cycles of like being in relationships you don't want to be in, and and that shit. Sure,
1: oh. I was oh. more driving about like the-, the the structural cycles of the show. You know, each arc is you know you go through the motions of one duel with each student council member uh and then ultimate villain who may or may not be one of those members uh and then within each arc there's also like the miniature cycles like the black rose arc every episode was that cycle of someone's confidant gets Mm. frustrated and then brainwashed
0: right so you're saying it's like a big meta cycle each time where it's like the storytelling mirrors itself and then perhaps there is some sort of one single
1: overarching cycle that encompasses them all, a sort of unicycle, if you will.
0: Um so, so that's a single cycle? Then. Yeah. It's all a holistic cycle.
1: And then if there's three main arcs, then contained within that
0: unicycle is mm. what I would maybe coin maybe a tricycle with these three arcs. But but you've always got the the push and shove push and shove. The the push and pull of the central tension of those two cycles as well. The um, bi-cycle.
1: yeah, the um, the the central two cycles of interpersonal relationships and duels.
0: Exactly, exactly. These bi cycles, when combined together, create the unicycle. With the th- like, today we have that weird love triangle as well, and thus get the tricycle as well. Mm. Mm. Uh, quadcopter. Mm, yes. Drone warfare. Yes. <laughs> Satellite laser. <laughs> we all brought it back to what mattered in this world. That's it. That's it. We got there.
1: I look. Nick, this <laughs> well, is gonna be bold this is gonna be a bold moment as I'm about to compliment Archeo Ottery. Okay, you better
0: tread fucking lightly here, boy.
1: I like his weirdly detailed space painting in his kitchen. Well yeah, but that's not Archeo, that's just the person who feng shuied his room What well, you d- You don't think the fucking guy who's obsessed with
0: space all the time put the space painting in the no, room? No, I'm saying he commissioned it, but the person who made it, you're like, I like that painting. It's like, yeah, compliment the painting, not the guy who paid for it, you know? <laughs> okay, sure. Credit where it's Liam, You of all people should know this.
1: Anyway, um, Wakaba and Utena bicker back and forth, like, you're just in love with him. No, you are. And he's like... No, you are. Oh, typical Wicked Girls plot, say. I think Inten is like, no, what? Mm. <laughs> we get our first instance of a recurring um, symbol throughout this episode, which is the three candles that initially sit on the candelabra uh, in this room, but then you know it's referred back to in an abstract sense mm. and then once again in a literal sense at the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, try uh,
0: candelabra, we- if you will.
1: Yeah, real like uh, Lumiere candelabra, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, like uh Beauty and the Beast French candleman. Yeah, I'm literally trying to think of any other candelabras of note. Much in like Western how literature. this show
1: Much like how this very show is a sort of beauty and the beast situation, there's a significant candelabra. <sighs>
0: Oh, jeez, this is a bit of a stretch, but okay, I'll flow no, with it. No, we've
1: talked about this before, about how, like, they both trade on very similar fairy tale. Yeah, 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 um, but,
0: but the candelabra one. Like, Beauty um, and the beast, let's roll with it. The candelabra being significant, I don't know how significant it's going to be next episode. <laughs> but, like, you know, they both get, like, rose iconography in common as well. That's true, that and, like, is true. And
1: atypical princes. That is true. And, and headstrong female
0: heroines. That is also true, I guess? Though they do both fall for very, very, well, I was about to say ugly men, but Arceo isn't really that ugly and potentially also not a man because he could be immortal. Also, the beast isn't really a man anymore, is he? He's more of a... Anyway, I'm getting lost But he becomes one thoughts. again.
1: Nick, do you remember that weird fucking episode in season one where Anthony got lured up to the dueling arena and then trapped in a big rose coffin? I
0: do, yes. What's that about? Um, well, I think Not it's, really much about that since then. <laughs> I, I think it's probably to do with love, you know? it When you boil it all down, it all comes back to love. And what better metaphor for love than a coffin covered with rose shit and, uh, you know, rose iconography mm. and stuff? Okay um a, a real I, I real don't know where lit this is going but you know I got a, I got a, I got a real lit
1: crit Hail Mary here Nick okay hit me with it come on save me for myself the- the ritualistic rose coffin is, uh-huh. is much the same as the, um, the rose greenhouse that Anthe has to toil away in, as well as Utena's childhood coffin uh, that she was crying in because they're all sort of gilded cages for, their, for mm. femininity. I
0: thought you were going to say for their, uh, what, what's the word? Um, not tension, but uh, their, their own like struggles and stuff. I don't know what the word is that I'm going for. But it's like, they. she lives in her little gilded cage, but she has so much angst and anxiety and whatnot about the prince and stuff. And thus, oh my God, these it's hiccups true. are going to okay. destroy me. Do you want to take a sec? Because that's going to be bad audio. Oh God, are they? Hang on.
1: Okay. There's a nice little crossfade here as we cut to two um, two conversations of similar nature, which is Wakaba being like, oh, Atena, you've got to loosen up or you'll never fall in love. Cut to uh, the Snape guidance counsellor lady being like, you've got to start acting more like a girl for your own good. You've got to loose. There's nothing cool about
0: wearing a <laughs> boy's uniform. I don't know, everyone seems to think it's pretty cool. You know what else people think is cool? going to the supermarket and having a functional life. Do you want to be that cool, Lieutenant? Or do you want to be a little school cool with your little schoolboy's outfit? Says the vice principal? Yeah,
1: vice principal also there being like, hello, this is what my voice sounds like. <laughs> Girl, girls
0: should wear roughly skirts. Uh, I believe his exact words were frilly. How dare you? How dare no, you use his own no, words? No, I'm at looking at the quote right here. It's roughly. But mine said frilly.
1: Also, well, we did watch different things. Well, translations
0: for you, baby. Well, it should be roughly the same translation then. well done their scolding
1: Uh is interrupted by the man of the hour akio ottery showing up and being like oh hello hello beautiful guidance counselor lady uh which i think i'll attend the staff formal and he's like oh well i've I've always wanted to speak with you and then the vice principal was like um uh, could you recommend me for the amsterdam trip
0: thus confirming we are indeed on earth And probably somewhere in Europe.
1: Well, we know that... I think we're in
0: Japan. (laughs) Oh, shit. Probably in Japan. We know that India and Amsterdam exist. So we are definitely on Earth. They did not fly their own spaceship. But at the same time,
1: where are they? I feel like with a few different turns of phrase, this conversation this conversation could have very much resolved the whole show. If it's like, if they were just like, oh, Mr. Chairman Akio, how do you, why is Utena so familiar with you? Oh, she lives with me. Hard cut to him being uh, dragged away
0: in cuffs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So I, I'm pretty sure Akio is just like, now if you'll excuse me, you two. I need this young lady here, and just puts his arm around her and just carries her away. Yeah, very normal. He turns back over
1: his shoulder. Oh, and try not to constrict the students so much with the rules. I expect you to offer them guidance which stresses their independence.
0: Now, what you the see, the school rules mean? are more what we'd call guidelines rather than actual rules. <laughs> see, we just advise them what to do. We don't enforce them. That's the mm. key. A good learning environment is one where... <laughs> you don't force the students to do anything. You just hope that they come to school. Ah, the Montessori approach. Exactly, exactly. But with fewer rules than that, you just kind of wonder, oh, if they don't show up, they're probably fine. And if they don't show up, then, uh, well, assuming Arceo is like one of those survival the fittest fuckers, he'll probably just be like, oh, they didn't come to school. It's fine. All is well. They'll die. Free market, baby. Yeah. Oh, God, no. (laughs) School being privatised. No. This is definitely a private school. I don't know if it is, actually. It has to be. Look at the architecture,
1: Nick. You can't get away with that without the sort of government subsidies that only private schools
0: get for some reason. Mm, That is true. And I'm pretty sure everyone here comes from some line of nobility. So the peasants aren't here to ruin it. Hmm. Except for dear sweet Wakaba, ah, sweet, sweet. Well, I mean, the she's not really hero. A, she's not really a peasant, though, is she? She's Wakaba. Did you just equate Wakaba to a peasant?
1: Nick, I was thinking about the boys in this show while I was setting up today. Yeah, and about how they're all pretty toxic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously. The exception being Mickey, but. You know, once an arc, he does decide that Anthe's feelings and autonomy don't matter and he wants to be with her.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, all relationships are toxic when you boil them down, Liam. Speak on that. Uh, Actually, no, don't. We don't have time. Okay. (laughs) TLDR, love is about control.
1: So they, they walk to this big hallway and I really like the cinematography of this, oh, excuse me, cinematography of this next uh, sequence because mm-hmm. they're just chatting and she's like, oh, what did you need me for? And he's like, oh no, I just wanted to get you away from those annoying teachers. Love your style, babe. Uh, yeah. uh, and he's 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 really pulling from the season one uh, Toga Kiryu playbook here being like, Oh, I just saw how you were standing up for your beliefs. You seem so strong and noble. And then the red background behind the archways suddenly like like a light switch is being flicked, changes to the, um, the pavilion where the rose garden is. Ah, and I mean, then Anthe is in there watching them. Hmm. From afar. Mm, silent within her gilded cage mm. unable to intervene despite what she may feel personally which we're uncertain of mm, indeed probably holding that candelabra right now nope she's holding the watering can oh, we can fuck. see it okay anyway yeah so should, should uh, the chairman really say things like that she says that doesn't feel very appropriate and he's like i don't care i'm the fucking chairman you're my sisters and i i said to you Good friend. Uh, But then he does, in fact, finish the sentence. You're my sister's no, because you're my very special friend. Very special friend. You're my sister's very special
0: friend. Oh, my. With no connotations. Well, I mean, he's the chairman. Of course there's no connotations. He's a man of (laughs) education. Come on. A man of standing exactly, who's beyond reproach. He wouldn't slide some other meaning in there. Like, that's not how he would roll. He's the chair. Look at his straight straight lace buttoned up red shirt and, and tight <laughs> ponytail.
1: He would never do something as reckless as cruise around on the front of a car shirtless
0: at midnight. <laughs> While two teenagers have sex in the back. That That's not something that he would do. He is. No, just... He's a straight guy. He does what he needs to do no fun, no bad times. He just does what needs doing. No thrills, all chills, cuz he gives you chills cuz he's so charming.
1: Heyo. Um she has a moment where the candle f- the candle flames that represent her um what her attachment to her childhood love for the prince Waver in the breeze. Mm. Yeah. And then she's like, no, stupid, what are you thinking? But what is she
0: thinking deep down, Liam? What is she thinking? Oh,
1: she's developing a crush on Akio Ottery.
0: Oh, no, she's slowly developing a foot fetish just by looking at him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's this whole sequence now where they're all just hanging out in the parking lot Uh or wherever Akio has chosen to park his car because he seems to drive it wherever he wants, <laughs> including to this particular spot that appears to be between two staircases.
0: Well, I was saying that this whole school is made for a car to drive around in because everything's so wide and rampy.
1: Well, crucially, right now we are at the bottom of a staircase, the very same staircase that Mickey's sister, Kazue, um pushed a music teacher down an arc ago. Oh uh, yeah, I forgot about that. And you've got to respect the consistency of geography, even though it's just reusing the same backgrounds. Mm, mm. We're on the borders of the dueling forest. That's it.
0: Yep, I, We're on the I borders have, of the yep. dueling forest. We have nothing else to add here. It's just borders of dueling forest boom. So it's Utena, it's Wakaba, and
1: it's um, Akio. And Utena is not, as you might suspect a normal smart person to be like, she is not like, hey, that's the same car that keeps appearing when my friends <laughs> decide they want to fight me again. Hmm, strange. What a coincidence. <laughs> wow, you've got the same model car. Uh, um, has that, what has model that... was that? That was like a... a
0: a 1954... Chrysler or something? I can't remember. But the important thing is that it, it has the ability to move through the ground and duplicate itself at will. Yeah. Yeah, like a street shark.
1: Like a car. Hang on, speak on that.
0: <laughs> uh, well, you know, street sharks, you can make them from jeans. Um, y- you know, you just... I Hang mean, on. You put... <laughs> what do you mean by that? Uh, I'll I'll leave it up to the user slash audience to uh, interpret smart, what I mean. Smart. Yep. That was a
1: trap I was springing for you yep. where I was going to see if you knew whether the street sharks were mutated sharks or mutated humans.
0: Uh, I'll let the audience... I, I can't remember <laughs> the answer, but I'll let the audience just do that. Um, but, you know, you can just make them and thus duplicate them and uh, they move through the ground, you know? I mean, albeit much... And they're totally jawsome. Yeah. They're much less elegant than uh, 1965 toyota chrysler but you
1: know <laughs> okay the new the new version of the show it's exactly the same but akio drives a toyota corolla, corolla.
0: <laughs> yeah. he's just like do you like the thrum of the engine it's like gets really good mileage yeah you know oil is optional this is the uh, 1998 corolla you're like oh that's... i've
1: been thinking of switching to a hybrid but i just really like the uh, the feel of the corolla
0: you know it's got a really nice turning circle uh and, it's got, and the hatchback model gives me all the storage I need. Yeah. And it's got great space in the back to fuck teenagers in. I mean, <laughs> oh hang my on, God. wait. That's it. That's all he needs in life. Oh,
1: Jesus. So then, yeah, okay. This, the actual content of this scene is that, <laughs> which we have not touched on it all yet, is that Wakuba's like, ooh, were you two on a date? And she's like, Tana's like, No. Uh, then Wakab is like, great, well, I'll go on a date with him then. Akio, uh, excuse me, chairman of the school, adult man, can we go on a drive together?
0: Sure. I see no problem with this, me being an adult man and you being a small, innocent girl. Absolutely. I, you won't get hurt here. This is fine. I do
1: like the joke that um, um, at one point Wakab is like, it must be fate that I ran into you today like this. And then Utena, as an aside, is like, you've been dropping by the house every day.
0: <laughs> so good. Not that Utena's Uh, just like, stop with your bullshit, Wakaba. Like, at every opportunity.
1: uh, And then, so they go on a drive, and Utena goes to get in the car too, and then Wakaba says, uh, -uh nuh-uh-uh, three's a crowd on dates. Right, Akio? That's right. I see nothing wrong with this. Bye. And away they go into the distance. This is another moment where if Utena had just mentioned this to someone else, we could hard cut to Akio being arrested.
0: (laughs) It's like, hey, did you know that, uh... He just, like, kidnapped Wakaba in a car. It's like, was it consensual? To go on a date with her? It's like, it was consensual, but it did feel... But she is a high schooler. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this underage shit, man. Back in
1: school... Uh, Wakaba is like, oh, wow, it was so romantic. And Utena's all, you know, he has a fiancé, right, who we haven't seen since uh, the first episode of the Black Rose arc. He hasn't
0: even been mentioned since then. And Wakaba's response is like, oh, you're such a killjoy. Why you got to be like this? You like him, this? don't you? No, I don't. Yeah, you're just jealous, aren't you, Utena? Uh, she's
1: still in denial. Those flames flicker once again. And then she's in the Rose Garden thinking, being like, no, I only love the prince. The so prince then why they the kissed me. And bitch. now she's playing basketball. So then why? 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 Why is my heart pounding so? And then she does a big slam dunk and sees his silhouette watching from the window and is so shocked that she falls and sprains
0: her ankle. Uh, And all the team are like, Utena, the best player on on the team. Are you okay? You're better than that, Utenna. We don't have any ulterior motives here. We just want you to be okay. We don't want to yeah. win the championships. <laughs> like, Utenna, if you're out of action, we're fucked. Like, it's regionals tomorrow and we all suck. We worry about your health for the reason of winning the championship. I mean, for your health. Like, what? <laughs> so Utenna's like, yeah, I'm fine. It's all good. And then immediate next shot is Anthe carrying Utena. Uh, over one shoulder, just being like, what did you do to yourself? And he Utena's like, I, heard I, didn't, I didn't do anything, it's fine. I'm all good, I'm okay. And
1: as they're talking, we get shots of the car engine starting up and, like, the dashboard lights flicking on, and then Akio just drives his car into the middle of the hallway, being like, hello, I'll take you to hospital. I think at this point you were like, Akio, no, you can't, you're going to run some over. just... He was driving at speed. You can't just drive your convertible through the school.
0: I mean, here anything is possible, Liam.
1: And the first one of those candles is snuffed out.
0: Ooh...
1: Himamea can come too, and then like most significant red flag to date, but not the most significant in this episode, is Akiyo says, Oh no, she can't. Three's a crowd with dates. Your friend told us that, didn't she? And- oh my god. And and then it mirrors, like, we we skipped over this, but like there's this thing where as they're driving off, they say, bye-bye. Mm. Uh, and then that happens both with Wakaba to Utena and now with Utena to uh. Anthe and Anthe, glasses glowing sinisterly, standing in the
0: shadows of the hallway, like mon- monotonously responds, "Bye bye." Just straight up, like one of those things where it's like Bart Simpson flying a kite at night style, yeah. where it's like, "Hello, hello, brother." brother. <laughs> I suppose it'd be the other way around. He's the creepy what? one. <laughs> I was gonna say, what it would be like, Liquid Snake being like, "Hello, brother." Uh, it'd be like. Ooh, who's another good one? It'd be like Anakin Skywalker to Obi-Wan late at night flying a kite, being like, hello, Obi-Wan. And Obi-Wan shuts the, like, window and is like, I don't like it. It's so unwholesome. Yeah, and it's just like... And he killed all those sand people, too. Not just the sand people, but the women and children, too.
1: Hmm. Oh, Oh, Nick. Famously, a sodge just implied that the sand women weren't people. A sodge? Yeah. Who the hell was a soj? No, that's 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 um that's idiot slang that I love oh. for misogynist.
0: Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I picked that up, but I've been hearing it lately and I think it's funny. <laughs> a soj. Oh, man. Not bad. Not bad, internet
1: culture. Not bad. Drive into the hospital, Utena's like, so your wedding's coming up,
0: right? Uh, well, you know, it's a bit loosey-goosey with the whole <laughs> wedding thing, you know, probably in a month or so. Coming back from the hospital, helping her into the car, being like, the doctor
1: said you should take your weight off, this, off your feet foot. Here, let me take your shoe off and caress your feet. And Lieutenant's like, oh, you're, you're very much
0: playing with my foot right now. Um, you're a real playboy. You're good at making girls feel good. Oh, am I? <laughs> was that the tone he implied or was he just like, oh, am I? <laughs> That's the tone I read it with. Oh.
1: It could be every time. You seem almost dangerous. (gasps) Because he's the villain.
0: (laughs) That's right. That's right. We've seen through the lies of the Arceo. I met a prince long ago that I loved. Crucial past tense. Uh, And Arceo's like,
1: is that so? Hmm. Come on, I'll carry you on my back. Or perhaps you'd prefer
0: in my arms. (gasps) And then they kiss. They kiss in the car. Arceo just straight up was like, right over her and is like, I think we all know that you want my arms. <laughs> and then just dives down. Boom shakalaka. And Anthe,
1: carrying the single flame of the candelabra, is in the background
0: watching. Glasses glowing, real creepy style. <laughs> very sinister. Very unknown.
1: Very weird. She looks like a fucking ghost.
0: But like, if a ghost was still a per... Like a corporeal form of a ghost that was watching people have sex. Like, <laughs> uh, like a, like a... Okay, okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves. They weren't having sex. No, but let's just, you know, that's the first step. You know, that's the first step to a good time. Is just being like, let me kiss you. And you're like, all right, and then boom. If this show has taught us anything, it's that horniness is evil.
1: <laughs> I don't know if that's Prove quite... me wrong, Nick. Prove me
0: wrong. Uh, I mean, love in general seems to be evil. Just look at Jury, she loved, and Another then she jury. just gets hurt every time. Look at Mickey, he loved, got hurt every time. Not really horny. Man, um, a lot about that those two Jury episodes last time, like, really
1: didn't click into place for me until afterwards.
0: Yes. <laughs> like <laughs> there's, how, there's a lot um, to unpack.
1: Like how the implication that Ruka's whole motivation was to... Like even though he was also like a toxic Sodge himself, uh, he wanted to save Juri from her toxic relationship with Shiori, <laughs> and the, so that's that's another cycle right there.
0: That is, I still can't get over Sodge. Like what? <laughs> it's just such a terrible word. Get like, on board, it rules. Ugh, I hate it, but I love it. And then he just
1: friggin' died. Yeah. And then his was his death the thing that needed that sh- Juri needed to shake her loose from. Her, her unbearable crush on Shiori, a woman who, by all appearances, seems to hate Juri.
0: And is possibly completely unremarkable, depending <laughs> on who you ask. Depending on how brainwashed she is. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Shadow puppet play. Uh, UFO crashes into building. the Swan I'm not Lake talking about playing. the shadow puppet girls. Uh, Swan Lake begins playing by... Or rather, starts okay. being we- sung I- by I I a- don't think
1: we need to... I don't think we need to beat for beat this one. <laughs> Are you kidding? This is one of the best ones. So one of them has their special red dancing shoes, who they lo- which they love, and they always wear and dance in. And the mm-hmm. other one is like, you've got to take off your shoes, otherwise you'll dance in them until you die.
0: So right now she's a ballerina dancing to Swan Lake, and then she does some disco uh, and like in the okay. Earth, Wind, and Fire outfit. Yep. Big, poofy, yeah. like, shoulder uh, pauldrons.
1: And the retort is that, but you've also got the red shoes. You just never wear them, but you just carry them around all the time. Mm. You're a fool who carries them, but won't wear them. Life's too short to never dance. And I guess the implication here is it is, uh, like, it's what? It's going... It's, it's, <laughs> it's
0: The implication what? is
1: what? <laughs> what? So the, the shadow girl who won't... Wear her red dancing shoes. Mm-hmm. Is Utenna continuing to carry a torch for the absent prince?
0: Mm. She wants Whereas to be sh- with the prince that she will never find, and that's the, the sort the of perfect, of idealized
1: endeavor. version of him, carrying it in his heart but never actually doing anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's the Whereas, uh, it's the critique against perfectionism, whereby is it. Well yeah cuz like because, because on thinking. the other because
1: on the other hand
0: mm-hmm.
1: wearing the dancing shoes and dancing till you die is going with you know Akiotori or Togakiri or whoever like these horrible toxic
0: boys who like you're actively engaging with but will kill you done is better than perfect you know it's it's all about you know you got to live a little you know you can't just stick to the past otherwise you'll be sad uh you might be more sad now that you're dancing but you know Life's too short. you got to try
1: dancing. Famously, a thing that makes you sad, dancing.
0: It makes me sad. Man, I fucking hate dancing.
1: Meanwhile, in the 69 bed... um,
0: <laughs> Which it is, yes. What? No, that's literally exactly what it is. <laughs>
1: and I, I just... I love that it's called that, but go on. Okay, I, I fully believe that Anthe is acting on a script in this sequence. Like, she's full on... Like, there have been clearly been moments where she's been breaking free of Akio's influence in these bed sequences Mm. but i think
0: she's fully acting on orders in this conversation so Uh, so you think this is not genuine anthe talking so much as a well-played curated version of herself put like yeah she's like for Utena's benefit
1: no for Akio's
0: benefit (laughs) oh i mean i mean like for Utena to hear oh, such that yeah, I, yeah 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 because yeah, yeah.
1: she's like you didn't seem to eat much at dinner tonight oh yeah I wasn't hungry and then uh, Anthony keeps going you know Wakaba told me that there's no such thing as a wrong love Ooh. what I'm saying is you should love my brother
0: <laughs> I don't think that's quite what she was driving at, but it is what she's saying. <laughs> hmm. Cause she it basically does it's, come off as like, Oh, there's no such thing as a wrong love. It's just You just that,
1: gotta go with where your heart takes you.
0: It's just that the law is very outdated towards certain relationships, you know? You gotta <laughs> Oh no. You gotta No, no, no. You gotta think about What's right for us? And it's like, yeah. Yeah, it's
1: like, yeah. Hey, Anthe. Hey, Anthe, is there someone you
0: love? Yes, I have a prince of my own. And they're holding hands and we're all like, oh, it's Utena. But what if it's not Utena? What if it's archeo What if we've been rude this whole time? Oh,
1: that didn't occur to me. Of course it's, yeah. The Utenna implication is 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 tasty. I was just thinking it was the archeo thing going on. No, no, no. But... I mean, Utena is, like, a quote-unquote from... Yeah, yeah, Utena is Anthe's prince yeah, exactly. in, in the in
0: the idealised sense of the the concept. Yeah, but what if it's a clever ruse that the producers are pulling on us, being like, ah, oh, you thought it was going to be Utena, because that was the but obvious... But it was me, Dio! <laughs> Dio just shows up and is all like, Zawold! And then we're just like, oh, God. Oh, God, what has this become? And it's just a battle anime for, like, six episodes. Wait, it's already God. a battle anime.
1: Yeah, but... You know, we've talked we we talked at length last time about we did.
0: the um, we did. the philosophy of action scenes in this show. That's true. That's true. Well, now it's a love anime. It's a real love hate anime. Real. It can be both. A real love foot anime.
1: Speaking of love, hate, and feet, uh, <laughs> Akio is driving around with Toga Kiryu. And Toga's like, ah, so she's the owner of the glass slipper holding the shoe that Utena left in the car. Mm. And and Akio is like, yep, by the way, you're in love with Utena, aren't you, Toga? Yep, I sure fell in love with her when she beat me in a sword fight, then I sulked
0: for 13 episodes. I think his wording is like, I've never had anyone who could challenge my core beliefs. Okay, I got the quote here if you want. Yeah. Losing the duel
1: was a shock to me. I don't simply mean my being defeated. It was finding a girl who shook my core beliefs. It was the only time I've reconsidered how I live my life. Mm. Clearly
0: it didn't take,
1: because now I'm scheming with you.
0: But <laughs> Well, maybe he accepted that he couldn't be the mastermind and he had to... Ah, that is that is true. That is That would account for the change. Yeah, so he had to stop taking orders from End of the World and just kind of... And start working directly yeah. with End of the World, a.k.a. The... Akio Oturi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so my point has been disproven by logic I've
1: got to change everything by changing nothing ah
0: it's the um, it's the oh there's a joke here there's a very good political oh, slash social commentary here um, uh, it's I got nothing I got nothing there's okay. a joke here but so many people could hear a joke in their head Well, much like
1: how I don't know where this car is driving, Uh I don't know what you were driving at with that joke you were trying Uh, to set up, so I can't help you on this one. Well, everything changes, but it always stays the same, Liam. You have good insight. She's a fine girl. She is indeed, Mr. Chairman. And they both just lean their seats back and drive into the night, thinking about Utena Tenjo. Still weird, still real weird. Uh, and then they're back in the back in the kitchen nook, uh, being like, wow, Lieutenant, you didn't eat much yesterday. Single candle burning on the candelabra. And she's all like, yeah, nah, I'm just thinking. What's wrong? I, I can't answer that. Oh, meanwhile, Carne is here. She is still
0: alive. She does exist. And she's all like, Karnay. Yeah, she's all like, hey, fiance, where the fuck have you been? It's real hard to get in touch yeah. with you and shit. And he's all like, oh, well, I, I've been here the I, whole time. I've been, just, I've been busy. You know, it's, it's very Hi, hard. Hi, Oh, good. Hello, Kane san When will you call me big sister?
1: Yeah, do I need to get brainwashed and fight you again? <laughs> <laughs> um, and... You're Utena, right? Can you meet my eyes? Have you recently been making out with my fiancé?
0: Oh, uh yeah, Utena struggles to be like, Hello, Kane. and Kane's all like, Hey, yeah. what up? By the way, my mum's here. Oh my god, your
1: mother? And then, like, cut back to the same shot of um Kane in the distance by the door, but now the mother is there too. And she's all like, ah, Arceo, you're here. And then, Good to see then you. Then rev- when we reverse shot back to Arceo, the girls, Anthony and and Utenna, are gone, and one of those big red rose icons is spinning in the corner of the screen in their place. Mmm. Is this like, yeah, is... Now, the question is that I have for you, Nick. Yeah. Is it a metaphor? Is, that, is Yeah, is it a metaphor, or is it literal, or is it both?
0: I want to say it's a metaphor... Because it's sort of like in a Western movie when the villain and the, the protagonist see each other eye to eye and it zooms in on their faces. And- it's like it's like the pointing arrows in the Nemoro
1: episode. It's sorry, the pointing fingers. It's mm. now that uh it's the unnamed mother-in-law has yes. entered the room, his attention has been entirely pulled away from Anthony and Utena, so they cease to be there in the scene.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it must be something like uh, they maybe it's indicative that this is actually Arkyo's true love maybe well, then, nah. but, or then oh, no or maybe please, it's I just he has a, oh. i don't think he has
1: a true love he's an intelligent psychopath Indeed. then when we when we reverse shot back to um the kanai and ugh, I, can't, I can never pronounce her name right kanai kan kanai 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 i don't know <laughs> i know how i want to say it in my brain i just can't make my voice do it kanai that's probably her name kanai Anyway, um, when they reverse shot back to them, she's gone and just the mother-in-law remains. <gasps> uh,
0: and, and then there's a white rose emblem. Uh, and the very next shot is them alone in the, in the normal like, observatory, yeah, in in the, the observatory. in
1: the observatory. Yep. And Akio is swilling a glass of red, red wine, like a friggin' Matt Engard from Phoenix Wright 2.
0: <laughs> and he's just like, you
1: know, I have to run this school. You know, I believe I've been performing my duties well enough, is there something wrong with my conduct lately besides all of the obvious fraternizing with high school girls? Um,
0: And at some point, they shut the windows so that it's the big night sky.
1: No, I don't don't want to skip ahead to that because there is an important conversation and chain of events. Um, So mother-in-law is like, have you been avoiding my daughter? You know, you've only got this job uh, if you marry her and we can cancel the engagement at any time. And he's like, oh, well, I better seduce you now. (laughs) He
0: literally goes in, takes off her shoe...
1: No, no. First, he oh. leans in real close to her face and is like, "Look, I wear her favorite fragrance all the time." Mm. And how was your husband, the chairman? Oh, who cares about him? Great, I'm gonna take off your shoe, feel your feet, and then like the um, the the what, like the fuck blast shields come down? The fuck blast shields? Yeah, you know the the blast shields that come down ar- around the observatory when people are gonna be having sex in there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's
0: pretty accurate. Uh, there are. <laughs> I believe there are two moons in this shot. <laughs> no Nick, that was back in the, the oh, hand holding bed. This is yeah. just normal space. Okay. Yeah, this is just
1: normal space. Yeah. Meanwhile, back in class, Wakaba has finally seen Kanai and is so excited, oh. but Atena is lost in thought, like but the only one I truly love is my prince and in that final flame
0: buffets in the wind. To be continued. You forgot one important, uh, one important line, Liam. Oh. Uh, the lady, the mother, as we're panning up, she's like, you're my only prince. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. So- Cycles, Nick. Cycles. Cycles. Cycles of love and control and shit. I don't like it. Ah. It's freaking
1: Akio is just like, oh, my fucking mother-in-law's in town. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well,
0: if I... you going to have
1: sex with her instead of other women.
0: <laughs> uh, if I'm going to get fucked, I may as well get fucked. Oh, man. You know, I said it in kind of an off-the-cuff
1: uh, off-the-cuff uh, way earlier in the episode, but I am generally coming around to the idea that in this show, like, romantic or sexual desire is treated as something, like, sinister and dangerous.
0: Wasn't that, um... Wasn't there
1: or at least it's it's a it's something that is frequently used to manipulate people and yeah. it's very hard to be resisted. Wasn't
0: there like, this huge controversy with Game of Thrones that it kind of did the same thing where it's like sex is not a good thing. It's something you use to like make others do what you I want. I think the
1: more of the controversy in Game of Thrones, I mean, long running show, so there's a lot of to pack in there yeah. was like
0: just a lot of rape. Oh, also that, but it was like <laughs> it was just very like negative sex depictions a lot.
1: Well, and also like I think the thing particularly in the early seasons what they did was they would set a lot of their exposition scenes in brothels and just have like people fucking in the background or, or like <laughs> the main focus of the cinematography while people spoke in the background about politics.
0: Mm, mm. Well, you got to keep the people involved somehow, right? You got to, you know, <laughs> you can't just be talking about exquisite politics and world-building if there's no naked women nearby. Like that's
1: <laughs> Yeah, so like obviously in this season and in the first season um Akio and Toga both manipulated Utena's emotions to further their ends both pretending uh, to be the
0: prince slash implying somehow that they were her prince
1: yep Sionji Miki Juri and Nanami are all like prisoners of their like unhealthy attachments mm-hmm, mm-hmm. some kind of trauma as is yep. Kazue, uh, all
0: of the all, all of the black rose people <laughs> Well hang on, the Black Rose people weren't really in love with anyone, but did they have a um, relationship with well, I suppose with... other than like
1: other than like Shiori and um and Wakaba. Mm. Um but like then also there's the whole Nemoro Mamiya thing, and similarly the Nemoro um Tokiko thing.
0: Yeah. And they were
1: their emotions were, towards those people were manipulated by Akio to further his ends. Mmm. Mm. It's all about
0: the mm. cycles. The and the emotions that drive us i Mm. guess the perpetual cycles of mankind an autobiography by nick valentine what's that friggin
1: line from the start of near automata uh which one there's a lot of lines. first the the first line of the game oh something about god where it's like like we're trapped in an endless cycle of life and death if i could kill god then i would
0: (laughs) i mean it's a bit more it's a bit more poetic than that but uh let me let me have a look near automata opening line Analyzing an opening statement by Press Play Gaming. Oh, I also found that. Ah, everything that is designed to end. Oh, everything that lives is designed to end. We are perpetually trapped in a never ending spiral of life and death. Is this a curse or some kind of punishment? I often think about the god who blessed us with this cryptic puzzle and wonder if we'll ever get the chance to kill him. I just realized yeah, wh- that's me. I'm the god. Oh, fuck. Okay. All right. Or maybe it's the developers. Ooh. Who knows?
1: I'm. You know, this is, like, pretty basic A to B intertextuality, Uh but between um, that line and, like, the cycles we've been talking about today in this show Mm -hmm. and the, um, do you remember the bit later on where Adam to 9S is like, you want to beep to be, right? And, like, it's ambiguous and I think even more ambiguous in the Japanese dialogue whether it was fuck or kill. Uh, Oh, I don't remember that, but... Okay, well, that's a significant part of that game. Uh, uh-huh. It's kind of, That's
0: not unlike the whole dynamic in this show. Ooh. You're right, because everyone wants to fuck yep. kill, but never marry. <laughs> like, like... Okay, we're not topping that. Let's move on. Okay, all right. <laughs> well done, Nick. <laughs> uh, God damn. Um, and that's the end of the episode. Yep. There's no more episode of this episode. That's all there is. There
1: isn't anymore. Highlights and lowlights. Highlights and lowlights. Curious episode. Different different rhythm to the ones we're used to. Yeah. I think my highlight has got to be the friggin' terrifying Anthe looming with the candelabra. Bye-bye. That was just like such a potent image and I need to understand what it means. You need to mull over it and just be like, I
0: need those glasses in my brain. Like, I know what
1: it means in a symbolic sense where it's like she feels, Utena, like, both feels bad about discarding her attachment to the prince and also guilty about Akio's relationship with both Anthe and uh, Kane. Mm. But like, what does it, does it mean, does it mean anything? And if so, what, in terms of what's Anthe doing? Mm,
0: mm. Maybe Anthe is just doing her best. You know, maybe she's just trying to be normal. And this is her way of expressing herself. And we've been judging her wrong this whole time. What if, what if she's an alien? What if the shadow puppets were trying to warn us, Liam? What if this whole thing... At the very end, yeah. it boils down the to last, the aliens. The last told us. line of
1: dialogue. The last line of dialogue. Yeah. they're standing over Akio's corpse, uh, and Anthe approaches Utena, <laughs> yeah. puts her hand on her face, leans in, and says, "One day you'll direct an anime about girls revolutionising exactly. various things."
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll just get a shot of, um... What's the, what's the guy's name who does the author's oh, notes again? Hang on, let, let me double down. Ikehara. let me double down, though. Okay. And then,
1: the in a in a meta-textual sense, the anime that Utena directs about that very thing mm-hmm. is the movie. <laughs>
0: uh, okay. Yes. Sure. Nick, your highlight. So my highlight would probably have to be... Archeo, um... Like just just the weird dynamic of Arceo with um, the 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 mother. Like in the in the mm. last bit. Like that entire that sequence of events, right? Where it's like Kane's there, but then as soon as the mother comes in, you're like, what? And then it's like, oh, so he's just seducing everyone. Oh. That's that's kind of the reason that's my low light,
1: actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> like it's like I know where they're driving at, but it's like it's a lot in one episode of just like, oh,
0: no one can resist Archeo. Yeah, but that's it, right? It's like, no one can resist Archeo. So it's like it's true. how many times has this happened before? You know? Well, we know it's happened at least once before. It raises so many questions regarding that mother. Could she have been a duelist as well? No one knows. I don't mm. know. There's just, oh, oh, cycles like oh, yeah. your low light, Nick. Mm. My low light's probably just gonna have to be that the entire crux of Utena falling for Akio was a foot fetish thing. Where it's like, <laughs> take off shoe. But what,
1: I mean, what if that that's getting into that um as, as was explicitly drawn attention to like in the, the episode. Like getting metaphor. into metaphor. Yeah, fairy
0: tale iconography. But it's still just like... It's like kind of a reverse Cinderella. Yeah, see, in that, in that sense, Cinderella lost her shoe and the prince found it to put it back on. In this one, he's taking it off of her and keeping it? Maybe? <laughs> so that now she's just fucking barefoot? Like on every level. It's just, I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. So, Nick. Yes.
1: Um, what do you think gonna happen next time revolutionary girl tenor the episode entitled her tragedy and follow-up question yeah as we are now um what nine episodes away from the end of this show where are we going with this whole thing ah <sighs> okay her tragedy her
0: tragedy
1: her tragedy I, so we I, who hmm. has a sad who is a female that has well i guess
0: jury is pretty sad but, but we've
1: done jury rigs exactly so that le- that only leaves every other significant
0: female character in the show yeah. and we know this is going to be a double app this one or it's- oh, we've been warned as much yes yeah, so we've been warned that this one is good as a double app so it could actually be hmm it's not gonna be the vermin unless it is the vermin <laughs> <laughs> no you know what I reckon it's gonna be a antenna heavy episode because we've yeah, just that's had, a good guess we've just had this ploy. I mean, our options are I suppose mm-hmm. Of
1: you know, unless they introduce another Ruka style new character, which I would be surprised. Yep. Um an Utena Heavy Ep following up on this one. Mm-hmm. A Nanami Ep. Yep, as is tradition. Like I I know, but I assume a serious Nanami ep rather than a, a bullshit crazy oh. one. Oh, okay. Um or a something that finally lets us into Anthe's whole deal.
0: Mmm, true. True. What if what if we're gonna get an Anthe ep next? That would be a breath of fresh air. <laughs> hmm. Maybe, maybe what? Maybe her tragedy will reference Anthe, right? Mm-hmm. And it'll be about the towing the line between her responsibilities to her home planet and her <laughs> newfound relationships here on Earth. Much like the hit show *Invincible*, where she will have uh-huh. to explain to Utena that she's actually sidebar. To, sidebar. Sidebar,
1: I was going to guess that you were going to say the hit movie Coneheads. Ah, uh, I haven't seen Coneheads. But... Okay, I haven't seen Invincible, but I assume they're basically the and same thing. And now we're on
0: exactly the same page. <laughs> yeah,
1: sorry, continue, um, Invincible.
0: Yeah, where at the end he'll just be like, oh, I have to uh, mer- like purge the basically the whole planet, um, and that's just what has to happen. So my response is You know, Nick, this show show,
1: I'm sure you weren't speaking literally then, but this, show's, this show <laughs> has gone and I'm sure will go some dark places, I don't think we're going to be touching on genocide.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. What is the cost of immortality, you know? Like, we burned mm. down Nemero Memorial Hall, right, with 100 kids inside it. So, Speaking
1: of immortality and eternity, mm-hmm. I have a, a question or a thought. Okay. And this is coming back to that fairy tale thing. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that is like a a, you know, whether it's by just being deliberately ambiguous or sort of like lost in translation sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I wonder if the concept of eternity that we're talking about is also interchangeable with, like, the
0: fairy tale notion of happily ever after. Oh. So instead of thinking of it as, like, immortality, think of it as because well,
1: I mean, it's, just being it's, happy and, together. You know, the way it's been used—that this notion of eternity, or the power in the castle, or something that is eternal—is it's kind of being used ambiguously and in different ways to different characters. Yeah. But I wonder if that is like it's a sort of it's a sort of uh, as you like
0: it happy ending sort of uh, mm.
1: Mm. concept so, in the story.
0: So just being like, oh, it's not actually about living forever. It's letting every moment feel like forever. That's
1: how. That's not that's what how I was saying. But great. Yeah. If that's what it means to you. Yep. Sure. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what these
0: people think. They're crazy. They're all nuts. There's a floating <laughs> upside down <laughs> sky <laughs> castle.
1: That's true, Nick. They are all nuts. If there's one thing we can agree on, Nick. I have a. I have some, okay. Bit of metatextual knowledge in in this, okay. but I've got a real swinging for the fences pitch. Uh, okay. All right. For a for a rest of the show theory. Okay. Hit me with it. <laughs> So, <laughs> metatextual knowledge that I have on this uh-huh. is that um, I remember that from when we were starting this show and we were looking into like the the arc lengths and things like that. Mm-hmm. Wikipedia defines the last six episodes or so as their own arc. Jesus, what? And also with the the knowledge of the whole turn into a car, drive away from the school <laughs> situation. Yeah, my my like huge hail mary guess. Mm-hmm is that something will happen in the next couple of episodes and Utena dies and then the rest of the show is about Anthony getting independence. Uh, so so you think Utena's going to
0: die before... Look, I don't think think this is going to happen. This is just a prediction I'm making. Okay. I, I just reckon Utena will live and take Anthy with her somewhere. Oh, uh, my... Okay, so uh, if, if, if I want to be more specific, I'm going to guess that things
1: come to a head with this Arceo situation. They duel and Utena dies. I mean, that's a pretty good
0: prediction, though. That could happen. Uh, that would be good drama. So, like, the last six episodes would have Utena dying. Or or incapacitated. Uh, and then
1: it's, you know, it's Anthe's time to do something. Because the Rose Bride is now no longer
0: able to... Do anything? I don't know. I haven't thought it through that much. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I reckon Utena's probably going to win though. because it's like if Utena were to lose, right?
1: How does she? She has lost once before.
0: Yes, and but... then she
1: had to go on a whole soul-searching uh, metamorphosis. Get slapped by Wakaba, yeah.
0: but like journey of the soul. How would she turn into a car if she didn't beat Arceo I don't
1: think that happens in this TV series.
0: I reckon there's something to this theory that by defeating Arceo, you now gain the car power.
1: <laughs> <You know? laughs> wow, Lieutenant. By defeating me in a sword fight, there's just one thing I can do now. Here are the keys to my car. This is the deed to ownership. <laughs> uh,
0: the academy is yours. Goodbye. Can I turn into the car? Oh, yes, the third button. Sorry, forgot to mention that one. Yep, go for it. Oh, yay. I don't know. I don't... I mean, I get the, I get the sense that... Because Arkyo and Utena are absolutely going to fucking fight. Like, we know they're oh, going to fight. Oh, um, absolutely.
1: the Kiryu playbook?
0: Yeah, but then... Hmm. I guess the question is, the last six
1: are a different arc? Or, I don't know, it could just be, like, a division being, like, we're moving into the end game now. There yeah. might not be any actual resolution going between... I didn't read any of the summaries. I just, like, saw the... the, the yeah. What, the, um,
0: what if every, the headings. Yeah, what if every single episode is closing out members of the student council? <laughs> On those last six. And then the final, final one is Anthy V. That would be satisfying. (gasps) Anthe versus Utena. Anthe V. Utena. Just like at the end of A Way Out. Oh my God. Except better (laughs) because it's not dumb. Oh, that would actually be kind of amazing. But then what? Well, Mm. we can only dream. Yeah. And we will continue to dream
1: until the next podcast we have. When we awake from our cryo chambers, (laughs) immediately put on a piece of anime and watch it. Excellent. All right well great that has been a podcast that we recorded remotely we did it next time we hope to be back in the same room because i look forward to nick losing all this audio ah
0: yep here we go (laughs) all right cool so until next time to be
1: Be continued sorry i started reading my phone
0: (laughs) jesus christ